This is Sexy Funny Raw, where we chat all about the world of sex, from dating and relationships all the way to the adult industry itself. I'm Sylvia Sage, and this is my Pornspective, answering all the questions you weren't even brave enough to ask Google. Get ready, because Sexy Funny Raw starts now. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to another episode of Sexy Funny Raw. I am, of course, your host, Sylvia Sage, and I am joined in studio with my co-host, Dr. Eddie, giving us his public health perspective. Thank you, Dr. Eddie. And in studio this month, we have actor, comedian, and chef, Dan Poshian. Welcome, Dan. Thank you for having me. I love your voice, by the way. My voice? Yes. Oh, thank you. Sultry. Is it? Absolutely sultry. Yeah. Perfect word. Good, good. There we go. What do you? I don't know what you're talking about. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what are you talking about? So my voice might be something that could help with uh, today's episode, because today we are talking about how to improve your sex life. And I think a little sultry voice might, uh, might do the trick. I don't know. Just some dirty talk into the ear. I don't know. I love some dirty talk into the ear. Oh, my God. What is it about ears? Dr. Eddie, I know I've already gone off the rails two seconds into this episode, but what is it about the earlobes that Very is sexy. like so incredibly sexual? That's only for some people. Not is everybody. it not everybody? not everybody? Man, I no. thought, okay, everybody I've ever known, but it's not everybody. Not everybody. Yeah. Wow. But I, there's something about that there's neck a lot of ear. There's a lot of sensitivity. Like, and well, and it's, it's like a private thing too. It's like, here's what I'm going to do to you when we get home. Yeah, you know, yeah, And you're yeah. like in a group of people or something. And yeah. So you can almost even start the foreplay yeah. then Outside. with a little like, I can't wait to get you back home. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love those words. Can't yeah. wait to get you back home. Those are yeah. excellent words to whisper well, in the Here's air. the thing we were talking about on my podcast was, you know, I was trying to convince them because I'm like, the foreplay for me is so important. Like I will do 30 to 45 minutes sometimes. Yeah. And wow. I was like, foreplay I think can start before... You, you can hang out. What do you consider foreplay? Where do you start? That's what I'm saying. Okay. I think you can be sexting someone. Okay, gotcha. And foreplay can start before you're even physically with mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And then everyone was like, Dan, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's not Sexting though. Sexting isn't foreplay. And we spent an hour on it. it. I actually, it. It depends how you I was going to say, I actually think it would be because like, I know like, uh, like say I you haven't seen somebody in a long time and you've you know they don't maybe they don't live where you live or whatever and you're like texting back and forth like oh my god I can't wait to see you like the things I'm gonna do to yeah. you I totally get that yeah it starts it anticipation builds it up yeah it builds it up yeah sure. so, absolutely yeah you know you start looking forward to it more yeah and then it's more powerful yeah that's what it's like actually. that's why I always say you should miss the person that you're with like take some time like you shouldn't spend every waking moment with your significant other I think you should be able to miss that person just a little bit you know take a breather it's probably hard in some people's lives yeah, right? depending oh, on guess. what your life looks like yeah, yeah. right yeah. So the best way to break out with someone, move in. Um, <laughs> you guys will be sure out of to end the relationship. <laughs> just yeah. your, you just got to move all your shit. Two weeks later, move it out. But at least I don't have a girlfriend anymore. Fuck. <laughs> it's that moving section. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Okay. So, I mean, we definitely know that there are tips and tricks to make uh, your sex more exciting. And we also know that sex in general uh, is so good for your overall health, for your mental stability, for your physical health, uh, just an all around great way to live your life as a very sexually healthy driven person. So how do we make it better for you? I think there's a few ways. And I, I'm going to start with um, 
what we were just talking about, the preparation into sex, you know, like the the lead in, the foreplay. I think pornography forgets so much of that kind of stuff. And, or you fast forward through it. Or people are fast forwarding <laughs> through it. Yeah, absolutely. But there is that, you know, that connection, that eye connection, the making out. I love making out. Nothing turns me on more than making out. I think that's so phenomenal. And then you also forget pornography has taken away, you know, simple things like um caressing a man's dick over his pants or you know um uh, i like when a man even over my pants would just like rub on my pussy through my pants or like little things like that or or forgetting to finger like nobody fingers anymore i miss fingering like just always finger do you see so many people are without it but it's 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 the little things that like building up before the sex it's not necessarily the sex and general because what did you say dr eddie uh generally for a man it's between five and six minutes of him coming yeah, that's yeah. An average. That's Naturally. an average yeah. time. Yeah. So the sex in general isn't going to be like the uh, you know creme de la creme of everything. Well, it is a creme well, de la creme, I guess, but it's not the whole pie. There's lots is of what techniques that men use to prolong sex, right? So right. Like the average, sure, there's national averages, but there's lots of tips and tricks. Tips and tricks that you can use to prolong it, right? And so it's not like seven minutes of straight pumping. Yeah, can usually get the job. Oh, done, for sure, if not yeah. less. Yeah. Um, but mixing it up and all that stuff. Uh, most guys yeah. know enough to mix it Pull up. Pull out, stop, stop a for a little bit, while, right? yeah. yeah. Switch positions. I, because it I, shouldn't I, just be about him getting off, right? But that yeah. is the case in a lot of sexual uh, encounters yeah. for some women. Oh, yeah. It's about he's going to hit that for seven minutes and then he's be done, done and he leaves. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. So then the woman is left to either masturbate or yes. not be satisfied, which yes. is quite common, yeah. from oh. what I understand. Yes, Yo, you <laughs> are you are accurate. That is that is quite common. <laughs> from what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. There are not a lot of men focusing on like the women's um, orgasm right. well, aspect. The, but also it depends on how you learned about uh, sex, sex in, in general. Place, right? yeah. So the clitoris is something that constantly get, gets ignored, but that's yeah. how women get off yes. so if men aren't paying attention to it or if other women are whatever whoever your partner is right. isn't paying attention to it yeah. I'd probably imagine that probably happens less with women women yes. um, but uh, it certainly is an important thing to focus on and not what you learn in pornography or not what you learn in other environments. It's interesting that you said the women to women that you think that... Um, Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, so as a woman who um, performs uh, cunnilingus on other women and has it performed vice versa, I will say you have maybe a little bit more inclining, but because each female body is so wildly different, mm. uh, whether it be how her uterus is tilted or whether or not you know she has a more clitoral stimulation or more um, um, internal stimulation, so it really just matters so individually that if you're not asking the appropriate questions mm. and you're not really taking any time to like watch her I find like watching someone's like facial expressions and what they're actually into is like a huge key factor if you know what you're doing is like helping them or like hurting <laughs> I'm just wondering how you're getting those how you're fingering anyone with those nails <laughs> everyone always fears these things I will tell you I don't do a lot of like girl girl scenes with these but if I do I very much let them know like hey this is the sitch this is what's going on I'll just be very careful and so I usually will even ask them too like does your like do you tilt any certain way like what's the best way of entry and before we have sex we always do photos so the photos kind of walk us through sex so when I'm on set with a woman and I'll sometimes she'll even say like hey please don't put your fingers inside of me um, whether maybe she's on her 
her period or she's like about to start a period and she's just cramping. So sometimes I'll ask that you just not do that. Or if they do, sometimes I'll have them like guide my fingers in to show me like what which way I need to go and what's going to please them when I'm in there. It's kind of so. hard. Right? <laughs> yeah. Guide me in. Luke yeah. will probably help as well. Oh, oh <laughs> let's talk about it. Because yeah. lube is everyone's friend. And everyone's. I think that it gets a, a weird rap that it's like it's specifically for uh, gay men or specifically for anal sex or um, that it's specifically for women when they get older uh, because they're um, losing the, the wetness. But that's not the case. Lubrication makes things better for everyone. It's for men and it's for women. It's for vaginal as well as it is anything I think a lot of men are so used to using their own spit or using lotion um, for their own masturbation needs but first off lotion should never ever be used in a sexual scenario if you bring lotion near a woman's vagina she should shoot you um, but Ew. secondly <laughs> Spit is not a lubrication. No jergens in my pussy. (laughs) Spit is not lubrication, though. And I think a lot of people forget that. So it can serve as a very temporary um, fix, but that's just it. It's incredibly temporary, as opposed to lube will prolong the the wet experience and uh, just less friction in general. I mean, probably tied to that would be the emphasis on foreplay and getting yeah. right so if you're engaging in sexual behavior with a woman it, it takes maybe a little bit more to get her aroused yes right and so putting in that initial work might help that a little bit yeah but still on the other end lube is everybody's friend and yeah. sex would be better yeah. everywhere if we all used more lube yeah and it'd be safer actually too what's the what's the, the best kind that dr eddie recommends oh i, I mean a lot of the water-based. I was going to say we talked about water-based. It really water depends based. on if you're using condoms or not using condoms, and it's really specific to those things, right? So oil-based ones would be bad for condoms. Water-based ones are great; they work with condoms well. You could use either if you're not using condoms, so it doesn't matter that much. I don't know if there's a specific brand. There's certainly lots of really great brands out there. Uh, but there's also really bad ones. I, I would stay away from ones that are like jelly that don't tell you what's inside of them, mm-hmm. right? Because jellies could be a variety of different chemicals and things like that. So, like, I would make sure that you know what the ingredients are. Yeah. We had spoken about this in a different. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say I want to touch on that again. So I obviously I've said in the past that um, my favorite lubricant is um, coconut oil, but that you have to be Ooh. very careful with coconut oil because it also can still. Um, gain um, bacteria that will grow um, within the like the vat itself if you're getting like a large because I think a lot of people are like oh that's the jar that's in my kitchen for cooking you know but that's not what you want to be using I like to order and you can buy them on Amazon they're little single um, application um, packets of coconut oil and those are the best because they're one and done throw them away um, the and Luke comes that way too they used to yeah. have them out at nightclubs and stuff years ago yes yeah. oh did they that's yeah, I mean uh, I know they come little like sample the sizes in the store and yeah. lube bins right yeah uh, because you especially using condoms you really really absolutely want to use lube. yes yeah. uh, but even without condoms you want to use lube well because without lube, there are so many more chances for tears and infections. Like, um, it, lube in general can just save you so much, like, Dang. Yeah. so uh, much pain. And yeah, I would say invest in your sex life and invest yes. in yourself. I, I think it's absolutely a part of self care. No, I 100% agree with <laughs> right. that. Yeah, uh, have it next to your bed at all cases. And I uh, travel. Like 
I travel with the travel size coconut oils. Don't think I don't. They're I'm always in my purse. So <laughs> I just think I and in porn we don't show that. And so I think because so many people do use porn as like an educational base and I when we are shooting porn, I think it's so stupid, but what they will do is either cut for one or they'll pan up towards the performer's face and then someone will come over, like a PA will come over and put put lube on your uh, pussy for you like while you're making like porn faces, but it's stupid. The fact that we're not showing the actual application of lubricant because we are using it, there's not a single porn set that doesn't have nine million types of lubrication in it, so it is there. It's right there on the crafty table. It is. It's literally <laughs> like, like, usually like Behind the couch, it's like just out of view behind the couch, so you can't see it, which is stupid. But so it is everybody there. look for the yeah, look, look for, for the lube and see if you can yeah, see if you can spot the lube in any scenes. It's always there. It's always there. <laughs> so a good thing to keep in mind also <laughs> is. Um, Having some mobility, not only to yourself physically, like maybe, um, I know I honestly, everyone thinks I joke about this, but I truly, I stretch and work out before every scene because I know what I'm about to get into is going to be some of not the most comfortable positions that I've ever been in. And I will probably be squatting for a good five to 10 minutes of the day over a penis, you know? So I like to do a nice like stretch, uh, like an easy workout before I go in, but having some mobility to both you and your sex life, not staying in the missionary position, you know, like switch it up and trying different things which again where pornography can be a good thing where you might learn a few different positions or grab yourself a Kama Sutra book if the library is more your jam you know so um, it's, it's also really really important as we age oh 100% right because it's, it's really different when we're in our 20s and 30s yeah and when we're in our 40s and then later uh, it's also going to change because we're mobility is being restricted even more as we go and we just, still want to be having sex well absolutely. into our old absolutely. age Absolutely. Yeah. And so, but to do that, we also need to make sure that we're mobile, and we yeah. have to like take into account the changes that our bodies are going through. Yeah. Right. So, like some things that you could do in your twenties, you probably can't do in your forties. Yeah. No. Whatever the case may be, and so being conscious of that, I think, is super important. Oh yeah, yeah. My mind is still twenty-two, but my body is definitely like. I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. That's cute. Um, <laughs> so I definitely think that's important. Have you ever been with somebody who is like stuck in like? one position like just refuse to be outside of missionary or like outside of doggy um you're like no my sex is exciting i don't know i don't know i i was with a girl you know we had two dates and she was she didn't like like when it was sex time it was just time to time to have sex no foreplay no foreplay and i'm like girl i gotta warm up I gotta get my mobility straight. (laughs) Yeah. I want, you know, I want us kissing. I want us touching. I want to feel you. I don't want to just put my dick in a hole immediately. Yeah. First of all, I'm not even erect yet. (laughs) You know, I need a little. So that didn't really work out. Yeah. That happens more as we get older, for sure. I was going to say, I think sometimes women also forget that men are not always just rock hard walking around the fucking city either. Like, you do have to get to that build up state. In my 20s, yes, for sure. (laughs) Rock hard all the time. But I mean, I definitely know I've been with men who are into me. Like, it's my, you know, my partner. And I know that it's nothing that I'm doing that they're not erect yet. But same, like, we'll go to have sex and I pull their pants down. I'm like ready for them to just be like, King, you know, Arthur. I don't even know who, why I brought. my brain but i want him to be like the strong soldier you know and then you get down there and you're like oh you're not 
pretty. Yeah. Very me. You know? And it's like a little insult to your to yourself, but it's fine. You just have to like regather yourself and realize that, but it's you know. Not about you can, you. I know, it's not it's about not me. About you. But it feels very about you in that moment yeah. in time. It's like what the fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. Ladies, it's not about you. you no. I wanted you to be yeah. King yeah. Arthur and you're yeah. Prince Flash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Prince Flaccid. Prince Flaccid. Oh, Jesus. No, I know it's not always us. Um, no, but um, it is. It's, it's a stimulant for both people. They both need to be like warmed up and brought into that. Like, I think that's something moment. like it's nice to talk about, too. Yes. That's she what it, didn't want to talk. She just wanted to go. That is she so, also put so one cute. song on repeat. Just the same song? The same song. Like, was it her sex song? It was like Pony by Genuine. (laughs) So, like, I'm trying to warm up, but she's already putting on the fuck song, and I'm like, I want a warm up song. (laughs) Right. Before. That's not your I can't ride the pony if the pony's not even saddled up. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's hilarious. I wonder, is this a long time ago? No. Oh, this is a recent. Yeah, I'm like, that song hasn't been popular in like years. You just call me whenever you want to hook up, and I was like, <laughs> I will wait. I was like, I'm glad that you thought yeah. this was so good because I had a terrible <laughs> time. But I love that you did say communicate, though, because uh, a huge, huge thing that I think so many people have a problem with is communicating during sex. Definitely. So I think uh, a big thing that you can do, and Dr. Eddie, you've mentioned this so many times before, is writing down your fantasies. Because verbalizing fantasies to somebody can be extremely hard. But writing them down, maybe not as difficult, right? And like just sliding into some just like a suggestion box, you know, maybe some things Depending that... Depending on what your home life is like. Okay. Let's be careful with these yeah. notes. Yeah, okay. put them on and the fridge. <laughs> Let's be careful. Mommy, why does it say double penetration on the fridge? <laughs> Let's just. With be- Uncle Maddie. Why don't I understand? <laughs> wow. You're both projecting quite a bit in here. There's, there's a lot going on in this room. <laughs> we, need some, we need some threesomes as though it's happening. We need it real life scenarios. I've never had a threesome. I mean, I'm sorry. I've, so I've like had a lot today. I've had a, quite <laughs> a lot. Had a yeah. right before yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually yesterday, but let's never say. <laughs> okay, sorry, Dr. Eddie, I cut you off. I'm so sorry. He's like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> no, I think we're good. <laughs> Be careful what household right, well, you I'm are putting these notes in. Of these things, right? Like, yeah. s- uh, sexting is great and fun yeah. uh, within consenting adults, but it takes yeah. both to consent to these things True. and making sure that everybody's okay with what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, and that it's not like crossing over and like bleeding into the rest of your life or the wrong person is seeing these things. I think we just need to be a little bit more cautious. Yeah. In the world we live in, there's so much where. Things are just out there. Yeah. Where everybody's naked pics are out there and yeah. everybody's like messages are out there and they're in the world forever. Yeah. Uh, and so like let's just be conscious of those things and like, you know, be responsible adults that we are to well, the best of our ability. Well, no, of course, but you know, you still want to be able to like spice it up, but respectfully, is that's what you're saying. Like Definitely. spice it up respectfully. Thoughtfully. Okay. Yeah. Thoughtfully. That's all. Do it. Absolutely. Right. Do tons of it. Yeah. Uh, just let's be conscious of how we're doing it, where we're doing it, who's reading this. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. All right. So don't put them on your fridge. Don't put your sexual suggestions on the freds next to the kids' artwork. That's what Dr. Eddie is saying. <laughs> so don't get what I work for reading these things or potentially seeing naked pictures and right. someone else could it could really make somebody else uncomfortable. 
Right. Well, so, speaking of that, that's a nice way to spark uh, spice things up is, you know, some naked naked photos sent to one another, maybe. Absolutely. I don't know. Absolutely. Responsibly. Yeah. With consent. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm on board. And make sure that they're not going to be like in a board meeting when they get the. <laughs> well, that could even be hot in itself, but it really just depends. And right. Especially in the culture that we live in where people just send naked pictures. Yeah. Without asking for permission and with all of yeah. those things. That is foreplay for some people yeah. in this I, world right now. I send naked pictures without asking all the time. So <laughs> You're I really, probably not getting any so he's in a, he's in the board meeting and right. it's like, yeah. iMessage is hooked up to the computer. Yes. And so like, look yeah. at my tits. And he's like, well, they are a nice pair of tits, gentlemen. But <laughs> Moving on to the budget. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's all. Yeah. No. Okay. That's fair. So, and obviously in trying to do things respectfully also, I think... That was like uh, a load in the way that you just said that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I think uh, an easier way, to, other than like dropping these notes around the house, I think an easier way to like spice up a relationship that maybe you feel has kind of um, taken a downward uh, spiral for your sex life, start with things as simple as like a touch, you know, um, touching their leg, maybe holding their hand, a caressing of the hair. Um, again, I, I'm bringing it back to the ears just because they're my favorite, but like a like a kissing of the ears or the neck of just like that soft touch to kind of remind somebody because I know I've definitely not been in the mood at all for sex and then felt those little touches and you're like, oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> maybe I am in it the mood for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't touch each other that much anymore. Agree. I, like a, I yeah. agree. Touches. I massage is a great way to... Oh sure, yeah. But who's the one doing yeah. it and who's the one getting it? And yeah. is that the standard in the relationship? And yeah. so that could create a burden on, on one partner versus another. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so I would say yes, absolutely yeah. a ton of it, as long as it's like everybody's getting what they need yeah. and want. And that's not always what happens. I yeah. Think. No, I agree. But um if you're not with that partner at that said moment in time, another way to continually improve the sex life by touching yourself. <laughs> Masturbation is the key to a better sex life for both you, for your partner, for everybody involved. Knowing how to get yourself off, then you can bring that to the table and be like, hey, by the way, this is what gets me off. X, Y, and Z. I'm constantly asking people, new partners that I'm with, you know, like, um, what is their thing? You know, if I'm with a man, it's, um, you know, can I uh, put your balls in my mouth? Like, how sensitive are they? Like, what do you like happen happening with them? You know, do you like a stroking of your penis while I'm sucking it? Like, I'm asking all these things. And it's the same way with women. And I really love putting um, ladies' feet in my mouth um, or rimming their little cute buttholes. But I have to make sure that this is going to be okay with them before I go, you know, down that path. Everyone got real key. silent. Everybody got <laughs> real quiet. I I'm just like, make give me links to this. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, actually. Yes, there are. Just for educational purposes. Right. Guys are just trying to be a better lover. But learning yourself, that's the key Definitely. to that. Learning yourself and learning ways uh, to get yourself off and communicating that correctly to your partner is what I'm saying. 100%. I think that's probably the most important takeaway. And ladies, do those Kegel exercises. Kegel exercises. Did you know, Dr. Eddie just learned this actually. So did you know, ladies, that there are Kegel exercises that you can be doing? We actually have a, a photo of these. Okay, so these are little weights actually that you can put inside your vagina. Obviously, you want to start with the lowest weight and then you can work your way up. Or you can start without any weight. Yes. Uh, and so 
Just the, Previously, I only thought that there was like one. I never really thought about different weights. Yeah. So the different weights component of it was very new to me. Yeah. Um, but certainly Kegel exercises have people do them all the time. Right. And right? what it is is building up that uh, the floor, the pelvic the floor. The pelvic floor for sure. Yeah. And keeping yeah. it healthier and tighter and able to withstand more weight. <laughs> I got my Kegel box at home. I have not opened it yet. I need to get to it. I uh, I coughed and pissed today, so I got to really get on my Kegels. <laughs> Things are going south, kids. Things are going south. All right. The Kegels, are they just for women? They're not just for women. Uh, oh, so that's a really great question. I thought they were, so good to know. No, definitely. Uh, guys also can work on their pelvic floor. Are they called Kegels? They are. How do they do them, though? Yeah, I mean... As if you're restricting. <laughs> he laughed. The sound guy laughed. <laughs> and my Hegel joke. It's, I Pretty agree. Much the highlight. Even though they're called names. But, uh, <laughs> um, it's as if you're restricting or you're cutting off your urination. Right? Oh. So you do that and squeezing. Okay. Uh, I just did sphincter. one. Yeah, but you can do them everywhere, right? So you can do them. Just... So you want to do it, hold it for a few seconds and, and let it go and do that. Let's all do one together. Ready? Okay, there we go. Uh, I did. Oh, so I learned this the other day. I was um, I was going to a show north of Santa Barbara, and like I really had to pee. I was like, it's okay, I'll hold it. And the guy driving, he's my gay friend, he's a comedian. He was yeah. like, never hold your pee. It can cause ED, erectile dysfunction, if you hold your pee. Is this true, Dr. So, Eddie? Um, okay, so erectile dysfunction happens for a variety of different reasons. Um, and so it depends on your age group, and it depends on all of those things. And how much pee you hold every day? Um, so... <laughs> Holding and restricting it isn't good for you and your bladder. Sounds uh, like a Kegel. But not necessarily equal, like X doesn't equal erectile yeah. dysfunction per se. Um, but it can certainly be a symptom of mm. things heading in that direction uh, because ED happens for a variety of reasons. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of times it's, or not a lot of times, but sometimes it has nothing to do with the physical and it's mental. Um, and other times it is physical and where there might be some physical like medical things happening. Yeah. And so those distinctions are really important, but they, ED is pretty common and it happens to most guys at some point. We've all had a period. situation. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, and so, but there's also a lot of stigma around it, right? Because uh, for men, especially, it's tied to our masculinity and tied to all of those yeah. things. And, and women, still, that if, if women don't understand a lot of those things that yeah. are happening. Mm -hmm. She got uh, mad at old boy over right, here. Yeah. And so, you know, know, all of those things, but we're not saying that he had a erectile dysfunction, right? But all of those things are really related. And yeah. Especially in this culture and society, we put a lot of emphasis on that expectation for men. And that of course. A variety of problems. Yeah. And so it's not really fair. Yeah. Right? I know that like we don't necessarily talk about uh, like fairness when it comes to men because there's like a long history of all of that stuff. But uh, things have changed for men recently and stresses are different. The world is different for all of us involved. And it's yeah. really important that we understand the other. Right. So we men need to understand women. Men, women need to understand men. Mm -hmm. We all need to understand trans. Right. Yeah. So like there's all of these important things in yeah. the world that we should all understand because that is being human. And but that's just communication and key, honestly. Like taking a little humility and um, mixing it with a little education, you know, and just uh, making yourself more aware of who and what else is in the world and how you can make yourself a better person off of that. So holding in urine per se won't lead to ED. <laughs> Did you get it? Um, but it could, you could have. You can certainly get infections and stuff. 
Don't hold your pee. I got to pee right now. No, I'm just kidding. Well, that's good because we're done here. So no, it's full of pheromones too. Yeah. So that's oh, that's story. true. That yeah. is true. So that's how it. people are attracted to you through your piss and your sweat, all sorts of things. Definitely. We got a whole episode on it. You can check it out. Dang. <laughs> all right, guys. So improve your sex life. Um, we want you to communicate, get out there, use lubrication. By my God, all. Um, any time, all the times, always just keep it in your pocket. Uh, I, I want everybody going out and buying, yeah, a little pocket lube to keep in your pocket next to your condoms. Uh, do your Kegels, ladies, gentlemen, as well. I now learn that men uh, can also do Kegels, learn something new every day. I love it. Uh, keep spicing it up, guys. Uh, keep watching your porn, um, mostly me, whatever you want to search. Um, <laughs> and until, oh, wait, tell the people where they can find you. Dan, I almost, oh, yes, I almost left I am you out. Dan Postion, just my name on Instagram. I run a comedy rock and roll show here in Los Angeles called Hard Lemonade LA on Instagram. And you can also find my podcast called Line Cook Energy at Line Cook Energy on Instagram. Hit me up, lube it up. <laughs> I love it. Nice exit right there. Thank you. All right, Dr. Eddie, thank you again for all of your um, advice and your public health perspective. We appreciate you so much. And until next time, guys, adios. 